0: Now on PG Podcast Network, it's time for the year-round carnival with Vince O'Karty and your host, Racetrack Rofi.
1: Okay, Vince. This is our more abbreviated version because we're, we're going through the other races on the program here. Really, really appreciate our customers' support as always. Uh, top of the uh, top of the program here that we'll go to uh, the uh, and it's a bit of a challenging race over the over the mile here. And the, the market hasn't really sorted them out. There's uh, Chicago Bear, which I want to ask you about French Emperor, the main two favourites from unanimous and Castle Ray Kid. What have you been able to assess from the uh, talent level of uh, of Chicago Bear?
0: Yeah, okay. Chicago Bay is a good place to start, isn't it, Ralphie? Yeah. From a profile point of view, I've pretty much gone in and looked at its best performance. It's around a length below benchmark. And I look at this race. This is a race, realistically, if I took away Castle Ray Kidd, this is a race where somewhere between a length below and benchmark is going to get you on the podium. So be no surprise if this horse parades really well and ready to go, that this is what we could see. It's jump-outs, both jump-outs I feel have been fair. I wouldn't say they've just been blistering, but they've been fair and, and it's a good sign. This stable knows how to get them ready to go. So I have an anticipation we, we're going to see this horse at least run to that profile of a length below benchmark and hopefully we can see an emerging horse who can do better than that.
1: What have we seen from French Emperor and it's two wins at Mornington and Geelong?
0: French Emperor, Yes. <laughs> Last start performance, Geelong, easy winner, point seven below. Love the fact that it got inside the top ten for the day. Even the start before Mornington when it won really comfortably, it was the best of the day. It's been doing what I guess the stable have been hoping is that this horse has shown good potential and definitely be delivering on the provincial circuit. And this is the right race to come to for a city performance. And you're ready. You're like you you're right in the right zone to be able to sort of break benchmarks today and be competitive.
1: And unanimous, before I get to Carl's Kid, uh was it flat in, in Sydney? Because I, I, I think its profile is it's actually better on dry, but it managed to get away with that win on that bog-heavy bog heavy track it, uh, here at Flemington.
0: Yeah, it, it is a horse that can definitely run superbly on dry ground. This is really interesting because I haven't pinned it on its profile of what it can you know, do at it, its top, but there's two performances last campaign, Ralphie, on clean ground. Mooney Valley, 1,500, 2.6 above, and then that Caulfield run at 1,400 plus two. If it runs any of those two numbers, it wins.
1: Nice. All right. Well, there's, and from barrier one, probably gets that gun run. And Castle Ray Kidd is on top of your charts here, and it's it's shown genuine potential. And, uh, you know, first up, it's always a bit harder outside the stable door, but, gee, blinkers again, that says intent, doesn't it?
0: While well, seeing's believing at Gosford, right? How does yep. a horse come out and have the ability to run plus twelve through the first section? I thought they <laughs> were that was Bo. Yeah, I said plot. Bo Rags here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Man, it was a a demolition, right? Yep. To go that fast and still run your last two hundred meters one one and a half lengths below benchmark. Very few horses can do that. Very few. Then turned up second up flat off a high octane run going 7.3 below benchmark and still wins, and then two starts after that. Well, because it went to Caulfield and won, Ralphie, but then it went to Mooney Valley, and it's going almost 12 lengths above benchmark again. (laughs) Yeah, so you can (laughs) see this horse has got something, and then that last trial... That was a winning trial, Ralphie, 21st to the 10th. Very, very serious trial from my perspective. And I go, they've got this horse right. You don't have to be Einstein to work out that they've, they've got a plan. They want to win this race. And there's, there's some emerging horses, so it might not be that easy because there are two or three horses like Unanimous. That's the first horse you've got to get past. you got French Emperor, like you said, who's on the improve. And then we don't really know what could happen with Chicago Bear, so it's not going to have it on its own, but one thing's for certain, we're not going to have to wonder whether the horse is going to be ready to go first up for 1,600. Because it's ready. It's ready. <laughs> nice. Uh,
1: in the second race in the program, uh, Aesop's the favourite. It, it, it's a pretty easy either, either or as far as assessing what it, uh, what it what it does like or what it doesn't like. It doesn't like wet tracks. It didn't go a yard at Caulfield, but it said our wind was good.
0: It was. It was really good. Had a little bit of a dip between the eight and the 400, lost about three and a half lengths, Ralphie. I thought that was a bit of a negative for the horse. And still, I love the way it rebounded and finished off. I felt really... Really well over the last 400 meters. Got onto that bog track. There's no way. I mean, and and even like the speed that I had to travel at like, to go even faster than the start before in those ground conditions. There was only really one thing to expect: you know, a real big blowout over the last 400 meters, and that's what happened. But this is a horse that I don't feel we've uh, seen the very best of it, even though it's a six-year-old, and we're get, we're going to get it. We're going to get to see that on a dry ground
1: uh any anything any of the horses that you think worthy of mentioning today
0: well among I, the I, I, it's not a race i want to play in so yeah i look at it unfortunately from a perspective i'd like to see what else could happen but probably number fives one you got to give a bit of respect to it's proven at this distance range it's got an above benchmark profile has to be respected that's Kissinger.
1: Uh, three-year-old, um, it's, a, it's a big field here, Vince. I found it a challenge uh, doing doing my form on it. How, how are you assessing the 1,400 here? Is it, uh, I dare say, having worked with you for long enough, I don't think you'll be participating in this race.
0: Oh, no, no. This is definitely, you know, if people like to go and have a cup of tea or scones or something like that, it's probably <laughs> a good time. But, uh, for me, it's a good time yes. to be looking so I'm going to have my break and have a snack. But, yeah, this is a this is a tough race, but running by... Very hard horse to see any negatives on. Love the fact that, okay, you've got to just deal with the synthetic type profile. But I, I can't see any reason why this horse can't, you know, produce that type of performance on the turf. And even Al Padrino, I sort of like that to some extent as well at, at a long price. But it's it's just, oh, I'm just not in the business of just trying to back hard races.
1: Okay, well, they're the two uh, Ma Eustace runners. Yep. Uh, fascinating race, this uh, this Queen Elizabeth Vince. This is uh, you know we could have easily uh, spoken about that in the uh, in the first podcast, given it uh, it's a feature race. Uh, th- or, sorry, Queen's Cup. It's called three hundred thousand up for grabs. The starting point is what have you been able to assess from the clock from Sulamore? It was a good fun watch uh, looking at it on uh, on the videos. He, he's a line chaser this bike.
0: Yeah, he's he's rock solid. With a plus two in front of it, Ralphie. Okay, so an extremely lightly race. So they picked up a good one. That dead set picked up a good one. So whoever was doing the work, (laughs) I'm bringing this horse. Jody
1: O'Neill and those boys.
0: Oh man, they they didn't miss it. They didn't miss it. This horse has got you know huge potential, and. I couldn't. I couldn't score at anything less than plus two point one, Ralphie. That sort of gives me the single. Understand why it's favourite, and it has to yeah. be the horse to beat, no matter what.
1: Right. Uh, I just want to ask you about Persan with uh from a miles and the legs perspective here, because Blinkers again, it, it's looked like it's been half a run all the way through. So, is it got a chance of being able to run to its best tomorrow?
0: Wow, who could, you know, knock this stable? <laughs> yeah, they go on, they? Yeah, they, ooh, they, you know, uh, they make we look ordinary in terms of uh, capabilities. They're just like on fire. The, the targeting, the, the placement, you know, the timing of everything they do is just phenomenal. There's no way I'd be working against them. So the expectation is, I do have an expectation this horse is going to run a, a really sh- strong race. It, it's just a matter of what's going to happen up front and whether it's going to be part of that battle. But we know this horse is 2,600 metres right up its wheelhouse. If it can you know, bring what it was doing two, three preparations ago, then why not? Has it been able to deliver that in recent times? No, but it's building. It just keeps building, and it's going to get on the surface that it really likes. So for those that like it, why not? But are you going to right. be able to beat a horse like number 11? Mm, I don't know. Uh, we, we, we cheered on Luna,
1: Luna Flair and the Bart Cummings. Of course, she, she just missed that run in the, uh, when ruled out by the vets in the Melbourne Cup. Does the, Is the race shape against it tomorrow? Is the race shape against it? As in with the rail being out eight metres, if you're saying the on-paces get to the best ground first, uh, that makes it a challenge to reel them all in.
0: It does, but they're going to be out maybe in the lanes and – Yep. If they go too fast, then they won't have any energy left. But what was the real reason why they this horse ended up getting scratched out of the Melbourne Cup? Was it is it correct that the horse was lame?
1: Oh, it was, just an, it was an opinion thing, seeing the vet the bet, bet, overruled the trainer. Right, an opinion so thing. So okay. I, I couldn't see in a, in a month of Sundays the trainer running it without being happy, and obviously the vet will go through it 400 times again between now and tomorrow.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, impossible to fault. We only have to repeat what it did two starts back. It's not going to miss the money, is it? It's gonna while well, it's gonna be buying for one of those three slots. I, I can't fault the horse at all. I actually love the horse being back at you know, on, on good ground as well. I see that as being a real big plus for this particular runner. There's in terms of there's gonna be speed. So this horse is gonna sit could it be inside eight lengths? I, I you know I'd be surprised if it's not. By the time you get to the 800 metre mark, I really feel that horse is going to be there. And yeah, you know, I'm always a little bit nervous, Ralphie, when you have those sort of reports coming out about like wanting to step into them, you know, from a professional point of view. So I, I do sit a little bit on the sidelines from that angle. So it wouldn't be my preferred horse to want to back in the race, even though I can't fault it. and. And and it should go close to winning, but just when it's had this little bit of lameness, uh, you know, I just say that that's a little signal, like a little smoke signal for me to say be wary.
1: Fair yeah, enough. And uh, uh, let's now. get to, let's get to the last race. Um, James. Oh, sorry, the moment... Ralph. Yeah,
0: sorry, Rob. Before, before you go, number up. four. Yeah, number yes. four. Great House. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not ignore this horse.
1: Right. Golden Draft run.
0: Bowling. Yeah, golden run. But also, I've been waiting for this horse to turn out and run the big number. And I, I feel this is the day. And I, I, my view is this is the horse that I believe is going to absolutely test this international. Just look at that Eagle farm run, April of... Uh, May of last year, Ralphie. Or oh, May of this year, sorry. May of
1: this year, yeah. Super race behind uh Weta, Maximal. Zaki was favourite.
0: <laughs> there you go, Ralphie. You know, if Zaki <laughs> was in this race but and and had the two thousand meter distance, you'd be pretty keen to run in the first three or four again. I mean we just talked about it in detail. So I just feel this is this horse is absolutely set up for it. Look at that run two starts back, Ralphie. Two thousand meters unbelievable plus 10 last 400 unbelievable that this horse i had to go all the way back to ramwick back in august of last year when it went 7.4 above last four that's the sign about how well the horse is feeling it's feeling sensational so big watch on that horse at a a terrific price and definitely i'll be extremely disappointed if that horse doesn't get a uh, top three finish and i love the fact that j max on it all right, so
1: in summary, there, you're expecting the international. They've got a real good one, but uh, keep Great House on side. Yep,
0: yeah, that's it.
1: Nice. Uh, this last race, Vince, uh, J Mac's doing everything. He can't ride two horses, Vince. I'm, I'm very confident in saying that. <laughs> so, yeah. so, as we speak, he's on the two of the favourites taunting, and uh, Triporti now looks like it gets a run. Um, what did Triporti do in that straight run behind Star Patrol? It screams, and uh, as we speak, it's about $8. It screams, this is a, this is a target race from Danny O'Brien.
0: Yeah, it really does look that way, doesn't it? And it's, a, and it's a decent price as well. Yes, it's a big field. So the only challenge is I, I do feel this horse is, you know, if it runs to that performance, you know the horse isn't going to miss the first three. But the challenge is this where will it go? Are they going to run down the centre to the right side, you know, to the outside fence? Wow. Or are we going to run yeah. down the centre and try and split to real, the inside? Is, it or is it... just let the
1: best hockey's it out?
0: <laughs> yeah, and, well, this is it. So what's J-Mac going to do? He's going to have the option to follow. Yep. And they could just split. And you know what happens when they split. It really opens up for a bit of um, chaos to come into play. But if it was just... Orderly, and they're running all in the same one group pack. This is a horse that's coming into this race that looks to be, you know, very, very solid value.
1: Well, the favourite is Taunting, and as we speak, like I said, he's uh, J Max book for Taunting and Triporty, So that has to be sorted out. But uh, but uh, is Trapporti and Taunting to be a high twos? To me, it seems that that seems a pretty tight price.
0: Which uh, for Taunting, you're saying? Yeah. Is it worthing at that price? Yeah. Well. I look at the Morphoville victory, it was pretty soft, one point one above benchmark. So it's already come in this campaign above benchmark type profile. Then the the subsequent performance, I'm I'm absolutely certain it was all about the ground that really knocked this horse late. I mean, the drop off over the last two hundred metres was ridiculous. Like it went ten lengths below benchmark. So no, I, I feel that this horse here is peaking at the right time. Yep. But it's a big field. Really, when they're this big, they should be there should be, you know, $10 a field, shouldn't it?
1: <laughs> I guess that's what I was I, I was yeah, expecting it to run well, but it's a very tight price. Uh, so get, give us two or three to throw into the uh, quaddies, and, of course, you'll, you'll finalise your thoughts tomorrow morning.
0: Got to respect a horse like hypothetical. Shouldn't be dismissed. The other runner that probably I wanted to give some respect to is the one that Zach Payne's on, number one direct. but it's no, no great. It, it is great. Okay. Yeah,
1: and so is Joyful Fortune from your work here. Yeah,
0: yes, yeah, so I, I suspected that they wouldn't back up very fast. Other than that, Ralphie, I'm pretty much uh, sticking with that top quartet. From a quaddy point of view, oh, I'd be just following those runners, Ralphie. I wouldn't be looking to try and you know, outsmart them. I mean, you can go and put the whole field in, but that's going to cost you a lot of money. It certainly
1: will. Uh, we thank so much you as our customer for uh, for being part of our big preview for tomorrow, Flemington. Best of luck with your plays. Everything will be updated tomorrow morning.